morning, today's daf is daf Lamed Dalet. Um, we'll start from the sixth line, Gidl Barilai. Um, yeah, it's, it's just the start of, I mean, it is built on the previous circuit, but at least if we would go into the previous circuit, we'd have to start quite far back. It's a little bit of a tricky one. So let's start from there. Um, Gidl Barilai. Shodale Gita Litvisayo. Gita Barilai was sent to get to his wife. And when the delivery, the shliach arrived, he found she was sitting there weaving. So Omar Lo says, Here's your get, here's your get. One day later, he says, Omar Zil Hashda Miyatayvan Mach. He says, No, no, I'm too busy now, I can't take it. Come back tomorrow. It's quite a witty response for someone coming to deliver a get. So he went back and he reported to Gidel Barilai. He says, Oh, you know, I went to give your wife the get. She's so busy. She said, Come back tomorrow. So what says, So what did the husband Gidel say? He says, Ah, blessed is the one who does good. Um, I, you can clearly, he was happy, very happy. He said, A brocha, that the, the, Gift wasn't that uh, um, the, the, the get, not the gift. The get wasn't delivered. But now the question is, does that count? This is what the, this is why the Gemara is bringing the story. Does that count as cancelling the get? He said, "I'm only too happy you didn't manage to deliver the get," but he didn't mention anything about he wants the get or the shlich was cancelled. So does it count? So he says, so Omar Baruch Granted, he said, wow, that's wonderful. Baruch, blessed are Hashem who does good, um, who, who is good and does good. However, the get is not cancelled. Rava says, no. He's showing us how delighted he is that the gift wasn't delivered. And implicit in that, is the cancellation, and therefore, what will get to the get? It's cancelled. So if he wants to get divorced, he has to write another get. Yeah. So that's the question. I'm not sure, and we, we touched on this. I think it was on Friday, but this I haven't clarified, because remember we had a question: Can you cancel a get with speech? That was on Friday. So is he cancelling <coughs> the get or cancelling the shlichus? I'm not 100 percent sure, but either he would have to appoint a new shaliach. Or if it counts as cancelling the actual get, what's it, uh, voiding the get, then he would have to rewrite a new get. So I'm, I'm not sure which one it is, but that's what it is. If this cancels, the Shaliyah has to just appoint another one. Yeah, or even reappoint the same one, yeah. Uh, then it says, Rava on my... Sorry, but my comment is What are Rava and Abaya arguing on? It says, Begilo daisa begiti kamafliki with revealing of his intent in a get. That's their argument. I, their argument is, does the person, the husband, clearly showing his intent, but not making it explicit, count as if we know what he wants and we take that into consideration? But we don't know what he wants. <laughs> well, we do know what he wants here. Here he said, Baruch HaTov so we know exactly what he wants. He's only too happy that the get's cancelled. Yeah. Okay. So that, that's what we were saying. That's Gilu Das. 
Because he hasn't said anything. That, that's the Gilu Das. He's revealing his intent. He hasn't uh, um, justified anything. He hasn't uh, said anything explicit, but he's clearly revealed his intent. So, Dabayo Sava Gilu Dai Begitra Milsihi Marova Sava Gilu Dais Begitra Milsihi. Abaya says it doesn't count as anything. And Robert says, it is milsa, it is substantial, it is significant. I, is knowing clearly that the husband wants to cancel the shlichus or the get sufficient? Or as Abaya holds, since he, this is interesting because this is what Abaya holds, since he created the shlichus through speech, he has to cancel it directly through speech. He can't cancel it through hints or us working out that he wants to cancel it. I wanting is not good enough according to bias since it was created through speech he has to void it through speech almost similar to what we said about um, cancelling a get we said there that the shlichus was created through speech so you can cancel shlichus through speech the get was created through an action so it's not so straightforward to just come and cancel it with speech but here we're saying basically that the shlichus was created through speech or the get and therefore to cancel it it would have to be through speech. Is this, there's a question, we have a concept that comes up often um, called Dvorim Shebelev Einon Dvorim. Matters of the heart don't count. I, a person can think as much as they want, they can, it doesn't have significance. He's got to say it. He's got to say it. So is this Gilu Milsa, Gilu Daita Begitta, the same concept? Is it just rephrasing it for our machlok, for our discussion? But it's the exact same as anywhere else in Shas where you learn about Dvorim Shebelev Einam Dvorim? Or is there something else at play here? So that's a question to think about. And uh, I think they do discuss it. I forgot to... Yeah. Um, but that's something to think about. On my rover. Yeah, let's just go back to this interesting Baruch HaTov HaMetiv. So interesting, we know that Baruch HaTov HaMetiv is a brochi, is had good news. When do you say Hatova Once we mention it, I'll just mention an interesting halacha. When do we say Hatova and when do we say Sheikh Yanu? So, one of uh, Sheikh Yanu is also a uh, on good news and good events. Mm-hmm. So, one of the distinctions, if the only one, but one of the distinctions, thank you so much. Good um, the one distinction between Hatova and Sheikh Yanu is that. Shechianu you say when it's just good for you, and Hatova Meitiv you say when it's good for you and someone else. So you receive something new, you say, Shechianu. You get something new for your home that affects your whole family, you would say, Hatova Meitiv. They discuss uh, when a child's born, there might be a difference whether you have a boy or a girl, whether it's good for you. You and your wife, or just one of you, should you say? There's a, so there's a discussion around there which Prophet to say. But that's, uh, I thought, uh, that's one interesting halacha that Tova made too. Um, yeah, like a dalad. Um, I know what it is. So that's uh, another interesting Hatova um, made is also the fourth bracha of benching, we say. Um, there are three brachas to arise of benching. That's the first one we start with. The second one starts Noideh and ends Al Aritvar Amazon. And then the third one starts Rachem and ends 
בני ירושלים, ברכת השם ברי ברחם, בני ברחם על ירושלים. That's the third one. And then the next one, ברכת השם אלוקינו, מלך עולם אלוקינו, אבינו מלכינו, that's an end על יחסרנו, that's a ברכת רבונן. It was instituted at the time of the... They, there was a huge miracle that uh, the Romans conquered Beitar. And they didn't let the Jews go nearby to bury anyone. They butchered everyone and then let the Jews go bury anyone. Finally, after many, many years, they managed to uh, get a concession from the Roman government and they let them go in to claim and bury the dead. And so they said, Hatov, uh, Hatov. And not only that, the, the dead hadn't rotted. So they said, Vahamaitiv. So just an interesting idea I heard on that is, why, I mean, there are many miracles. Why of all the miracles are we saying, are they instituting a new prophet by benching by Tovamaitiv? So then you can still ask, based on the explanation I'm going to give, it's a good explanation, but you still have to ask why it's connected to benching. But the, but the one explanation I've heard is that the... Uh, It was, you got to put it in the context. It was just, uh, I mean, I don't know, just after, but it was around the time after the destruction of the second base. I mean, that's the Jews were totally forlorn and distraught, and would anything ever be the same again? And as Hashem has uh, abandoned the Jews, not only has Hashem abandoned the Jews, uh, Christianity was on the rise, and they were claiming that Hashem had switched the Jews for them, and all these things, and all of a sudden there's this phenomenal miracle that just... Uh, Restores our hope and our courage. So that's the uh, our hope, our emuna, our courage, and our belief in Hashem. And that's uh, the bracha tov hamaitiv to remember the goodness and the kindness of Hashem. And that even though in the darkest, most difficult, the exiles, the most tragic uh, circumstances, Hashem is there with us. Okay, that's just a tov hamaitiv. Back to our discussion: Is gilui das begitin milsa or not? Does we know what the husband really is thinking and wants? He's made it very apparent, but he hasn't said it. Is the get cancelled or not? So if the robber said that, it is significant. If we know exactly what he's thinking. For example, here where the guy said, sorry, I wasn't able to deliver the get. And the husband said, Baruch Well, that's the best news I've heard in a long time. You weren't able to deliver the get to my wife. So that's Gilu Milsa. Robber says, ah, that's good. The get is kept. Excuse me, the get is cancelled. So Amar Rav Amino Amina Loa Rav says, where do I know this from? It says, the Rav Sheishes, the Rav Sheishes, Eskelei Gitelahi Gavra. Rav Sheishes extracted a get from a certain man, Balkorcha, against his, against his will. Now remember, the man's not allowed to give the get yes. against his will. So you know, whenever you see this, it means it was done with the halakhically uh, correct means to extract the get, but it means it was there was a level of uh, coercion there, not not to the degree that it's invalid, but to the, that it is valid. So, Sahadi, and then this man went and told the witnesses. told, you must cancel the get. So he, he says, yeah, we, uh, Rav Sheshesh said, you must cancel the get. And Rav Sheshesh required a second get. Now the man himself didn't say, I cancelled the get that, was, that you guys forced me to write. What did he say? He said, Rav Sheshesh cancelled the get. And nevertheless, Rav Sheshesh said he has to write a second get. 
we see that you don't have to explicitly say cancel the get. It just has to be clear that he wants the get cancelled and it cancels us. So that's a good proof for Robert Gilmil so the get says, Babaya and Abaya says, No, that you you're misinterpreting the event as it's recorded. It says, I try to the you. Could Rakshashis just go cancel other people's get him? Rakshashis can't go around and say, Oh, that get is cancelled. So this so it can't be that the man came up to the that's basically what he's saying, Abai said can't be that the man came up and said, Rav Shesha said you must cancel the get. Because that's nothing. That's like clearly nonsense. Um, so, Ihu Batla must be, he himself cancelled it. So why did he also mention, and Rav Shesha said you should? Because of Rav Shesha's strong man. I remember Rav Shesha had, ex- had to extract this get from him. So now, to make sure everything is going in order, Rav Shesha says, I don't know what you'd call the policeman. The policeman would come and get this guy and beat him. So, and they wouldn't uh, give in to let him cancel the get. So that's why he just came along and he said, no, Rav Shesha said, it's fine, we can cancel the get, and I cancel the get. And Abai is saying, you have to say that he himself cancelled it, because if he said Rav Shesha cancels the get, no one would take anything he says seriously. Why would Rav Shesha have made him rewrite a new get? Okay, the Omar Abai me now. So that's Robber's proof, and why Abai says he doesn't think that's a proof. The Omar Abai me now. I mean, Abai says, where do I know this? That Gilu Milsa beget is nothing, is not significant. Rabbi Yehuda, Eshkalai Kitel Lata Lachasnei, the Rabbi Yirmiya Birov, of Vatlei. Rabbi Yehuda extracted a get from the son-in-law of Yemiya and the son-in-law cancelled it. So Tana Eshkelei Vatla. So he repeated the process. He extracted a new get, and then the guy went and cancelled it. Hara Tana Eshkelei Al-Karcha. V'omar Lehuna Sahadi. So then he went and he extracted a third get against this guy's will, and now he told the witnesses, Right? Place gods in your ear when you're writing the get. I so you can't hear the scar telling you I cancel the get, I cancel the get. The Isal Kadata Gilu Rohit Basra Gilu Data Bikitamilsa. If you're gonna tell me, like you said, Robert, that Gilu Bada cancelling that we know that he wants to cancel is significant. Oh Khozulay the Koroid Basra, they can see he's running after them, telling them to cancel the get. Even though they can't hear what he's saying, they can see what he wants. So it should be cancelled. Must be Gilumilsa Bikit is nothing. Just before we go on to Robber, important to think about this is I mean firstly this seems when you want to cancel again it has to be done before Aiden. Maybe the same people who were made into the Shlichim, that was a discussion we had earlier. Um, and then also interesting that they have to hear that you want to cancel it. Seeing the guy stand there, maybe it's a almost been an aspect of Aidos. That they had to have hear, hear him when you cancel it, otherwise it would be insufficient. Okay, the robber hide the car, Rohit Basrayu, and robber, how will he explain that they ran after them? The Omar Lahu, Ishur, Havulah, I, he hated the Mashalim Tsar, oh, remember, robber says, if it is Gilu Milsa Baget, if it's clear what he wants, he's only two men, we say, oh, that's what he wants, and that's what he means. So how's Rava going to explain that this isn't the case? He says, no. When this man's running after these Adem, maybe he's not running after them to cancel it. Like a Bible says, obviously he's running after them to cancel it, and therefore it's Gilu Mils of a get, and by the fact that they had to come up with another solution, we see it's insignificant. Rava says, no, no. 
if, if it was Gilumil Subaget, it would be significant, but here it's not Gilumil Subaget. Why? Because why is he running after them? Maybe he's running after them and saying, okay, just get it over and done with. Get, um, use drizzles, get it over and done with, and uh, let this guy be relieved from his tsar. I obviously, Rav, he's under a lot of pressure. Remember, Rav Yehuda's getting him uh, coerced. You can discuss how they would coerce um, this guy to write the get. And he's not going to let him go. Make his, he's made his life a misery until he actually gets the get delivered. So once he's told them get the get, maybe he's running after them not to shout at them to cancel it to cancel it, but he's running after them to say just get get the show on the road. Um, and therefore, it's running after them is not gilomil get. That's what Robert says. Minoa says, okay, well, I've got another source that Gilumil Sibaget is insignificant. So again, both of the incidents we've quoted from Rav Sheshes and Rav Yehuda are not uh, conclusive. Both Abaya had a way to learn it and Rav had a way to learn it. Abaya says, well, I've got another source. If a man says to a woman, if I don't return within 30 days, this should be your get. So he rides just before the end that he can't get across the river. The town's on the other side of the river, we saw this case earlier, and he can't get there. He's shouting, look, I'm here, I'm here, can you see I've come? I don't want to get, uh, yeah, here I'm here, I'm here. That's not considered arriving. Now, this, this is clearly Gilu Milsa. We know exactly he wants the get cancelled. And what does Shmuel say? Doesn't count. So that seems like a good support for a buyer at Gilu Milsa. But get love Milsa. She says, no, Rafa, to ask him if to the get boy. Rafa makes a subtle distinction. He says, what there? He's coming to cancel the get. Hossam, the Kiwit Naiko boy. There he's trying to fulfill the conditions on the get. And yet, in a way, that they managed to fulfill the condition on the get. Iran says, this man's not trying to cancel the get. I mean, interesting, he's trying to bring around the same purpose as cancelling it, to void the divorce, but he's not trying to cancel the get. Theoretically, if he was trying to cancel the get, I mean, just by showing that he really wants to, that's good enough. But here, what's he trying to do here? He's just trying to fulfill the condition. I say the condition is this get goes through unless I arrive. Well, look, I've arrived. Has he fulfilled the... So again, he's not trying to cancel the get. He's trying to fulfill the condition. Has he fulfilled the condition at the end of the day? No. And you can say literally, but he returned on the 30th day. So he hasn't... So that's why um, he's not... Yeah, he can almost say he's not giving any indication that he wants the get cancelled. And that's why Robert would say they're not divorced. Okay, how do we pass him? So we're going to see at the end of today's, um, at the bottom of the page, it's just, will help. The, the next subject is easier if you learn it like a buyer. So we're going to, spoiler alert, we pass him at the top of the next Amud, like a buyer. And so, um, but what's this case? So this man who did Kiddushin, and to kind of as a guarantee to show how serious he was and how soon he wanted to get married and do the Nisuin, he said that um, he said that if I don't do Nisuin in the next X amount of days, we're divorced. 
So again, you see, it's interesting. So he's just doing Kiddushin. He puts the ring on her finger, waiting for the second stage of marriage. He says, I'm in it. I'm 100%, and I'm going to make sure to do it quickly. She says, look, if I don't do it within the next month, you're divorced. So that's the kid. It says, There's a man who said to a woman, If I don't do Nisuyin within 30 days, this is your get. Um, when 30 days arrived, he said to them, I'm busy, I'm busy. Look, I'm preparing, I'm getting ready for the wedding. I'm doing as much as, I'm speeding things up as much as I can. Things just aren't ready. It takes a little bit more than a month to organize a wedding. So he says, I'm trying. So, but again, I'm trying so hard. What's he showing that the get should be cancelled? But the Gemara says, So what are we going to worry about? If you want to say, well, he's oinase. He's trying to fulfill it, but he's oinase. So it says, if he, so you can't say he didn't fulfill it. Well, we have the principle, We don't say oinase cancels a condition in a get. We actually saw it. Thursday or Friday last week. It says, So that's not a one reason. It says, And if you learn that what about Gilu Das Beget? And if you learn what about Gilu Das Beget, he's clearly showing he wants the get cancelled. So that's a machlokes abayin rova. Abayin says it's insignificant, and rova says it's significant. So if you learn the halachas like abayin, it's very easy because so it's insignificant. It doesn't count. As much as he shows he wants to cancel the get, unless he actually says it, cancel the get, or I want the get cancelled. You can't, it doesn't count. Just showing, just as realizing that's what he wants isn't sufficient. Um, Tosfus go to show how this even fits in with Robber. But uh, let's go on. There's a man who said to a woman, okay, similar scenario, he did Kiddushin, and then to show how uh, motivated and dedicated he was, he's like, you know what, if, I'm not, if we're not getting married by Rosh Kadesh Adar, we're going to get the uh, Havagita, this can be on divorce. Rosh Kadesh Adar arrived, and he says, everyone's telling you, you know, you divorced, your wife's divorced, and she started dating again. So he's like, what? I said Nissan, I said Nissan. So Moses, again, what are we worried about? If you're going to tell me it's because of Oynes, it's, uh, he, he forgot, therefore it's out of his control. Well, we don't take Oynes into consideration. And if you're going to tell me, well, he's clearly showing he wanted the get cancelled, he's like, well, I've still got another month to get ready. That's why it's not ready yet. He wants to get, and he doesn't want to really get divorced. Oops, looks at the robber. That's the matlo takes the Bible robber. And as I said, we pass you like a baye. The easiest way to learn is we pass you like a baye. Um, so yeah, this is also an interesting case. I mean, I found it also amazing that, well, obviously they're aiding. To do kitushin, they have to be aiding, and for the kitchen, they have to be aiding. So they're aiding definitely not. He said, I don't. That's why we're not saying, oh, well, what did he mean? The aiding know he said, I don't, and that's what we're going to go by. Um, the thing here is we're calling it Oine. He's forgetting we're calling Oine's. That's something, I mean, interesting. Someone says, uh, we know that if you choose, we know that if someone misses a filler, they can make it up at the next filler. So whatever it is, <coughs> you can make it up. You can dive in two marids, you can dive in a second amida for marid. If you miss mincha on purpose, you say, no, actually, I've not done mincha. Then marid comes and you're like, actually, uh, you can't, if you miss on purpose. What happens if you forget? What happens if you say, oh, it's only, it's, it's half past four, I've got plenty of time. 
You look at your watch a few minutes later and it's uh, half past five. Then you can. So there, that's, uh, well, God, that's Aino's. I'd advise you to, when you remember and you think uh, to go and do it, if, if, that, when, if it's like that sort of scenario, you know, like you're on holiday, so you're not in your normal schedule or whatever it is that you might forget, then, uh, but uh, that's, uh, but yeah, forgetting is considered oines, at least for the halakha, you can have a second amida. And here we see, yeah, forgetting is called oines. Okay, the hilfah sekan nachman, the hilfah sekan nachman, the hilfah sekan nachmani, the halakha is like nachman, the halakha is like nachman, and the halakha is like nachmani. Which one's that? So this is all going back on the last two dafim, Shabbos and Sunday. The first Nachman is that how many people, if you want to cancel a get, does it have to be done in front of three people or two people? So here the Gemara is telling us like, like Rav Nachman, that it only has to be cancelled in front of two people. The second one is there was, a, there was two Masloikas, Rebbe and Rebbe Rabban Gamliel, Rebbe Shimon Gamliel. I keep on forgetting. I think it's Rabban Gamil. But either way, there was two Masrai cases there, and Rav Nathman said we follow Rebbe in both the cases. First one is, we know Rabban Gamil made a Xaira that you can't cancel a get unless you inform the Shriach or the woman. What happens if someone did cancel a get? They got a based in together and they cancelled the get without informing the Shriach or the woman. So do we say, since Rabban Gamliel says, it's no, it says you're not allowed to do that, it says if you haven't, or do we say it does count? So Rebbe Paskin, and this is how we say Rabban Nachman Paskin, that we're going like Rabban Nachman, and Paskin's like Rebbe, that it does count. It is cancelled. And the second halacha that we go like Rebbe in is that... Um, is that one second? You can um, cancel the get if you, if you appoint a whole lot of shlifting. You can cancel ten. You can cancel some, and not, and the others are still valid. We don't say once you've cancelled a few, you've cancelled all of them. That's the second opinion. That's the two Nachmans. And who's Nachmani? Nachmani is a baye. Now this is interesting. And Rabbi, Rabbi, uh, Rashi highlights it. But there are two interesting points in Rashi here. So let's read them. So. Um, a baye, that's referring to a baye. The Omar, it's right at the top of the page. Uh, the Rashi right at the top of the page. It says, the Omar gilu daite lamil. So he, he says, knowing a person's intent, revealing a person's intent by gitin is insignificant. This is one of the six cases, Yalkagam, where the halacha is like a bai. We have a principle. We know a bai and rova argue very, very often. They say they argue on every single page in the Gemara. I don't think that's literal, but there are hundreds of, I don't know about hundreds, there are many, many machroiksim of a bai and rova throughout Shas. And there are six Yalkagam that we pass can like a bai. The one that I first came across this is the first one, the Yud of the Ya'al, that's Yayush. Yayush Yayush. And then there's all the others. Um, and then if you look at the Gimel, that's the second last one, is Gilumil Sabagita. So we pass it like a Bai in this case. Why? Um, why? That's the one interest. So that's the one point. This is one of six cases in Shats where we pass it like a Bai over Rava. Um, now then he says, Why is a why are we calling a bai Nachmani? Says Since it was Rabba Bar Nachmani who raised a bai, his parents died. So Rabba Bar Nachmani raised him. The Torah and taught him Torah when he was an orphan. They call him by Rabba's father Nachmani. 
And whenever you see Rabbah, Rabbah Stam, Rabbah Barachman, whenever you see Rabbah in Shas without any, uh, is it appellation? Is that a fancy word? Any name connected to it, like Rabbah Bar or Rabbah Me or something, Rabbah from so and so, from such a place, or Rabbah the son of, whenever you don't, when it's just plain Rabbah, that's Rabbah Barachman. So he raised Abaya, so Abaya gets called also Barachmani in almost honor of the father who raised him. There's other opinions why he's called that. Some say no. His real name was Nachmani. And therefore, Rabbi, who was raising him, and he's also Tamil, wasn't prepared to call him Nachmani because that was his father's name. So he called him Abaye to remind him, Abba, like my, my father. Same um, guy with the same name as my father, come here. <laughs> kind of like that. Okay, so those are interesting. Why we call Abaye Abaye? I'm not going to go into your question now. Yeah, for two reasons. One is we do enough for me, not yesterday's stuff. Yeah. And secondly, I don't know if I know it clear enough to answer quickly. No, it's just okay. a general question about the morals. Okay, so you can ask me again tomorrow. Oh, at the end. Berishoy na hoyo, a new Mishnah. Berishoy na hoyo Mishneh Shmo Vishmo Shem Iro Vishem Iro. At first they allowed one to change his name or her name or the name of his city or the name of her city. What are we referring to, this changing? So, um, if the place where the get was written, they referred to by a different name as a place to where, to another place, or to where, they, where the woman's living. So everyone knows him in Johannesburg as Yosef. But in uh, Cape Town or Tel Aviv, wherever he is now, they know him as Yochanan for whatever reason or... I was wondering, I was thinking maybe more like an English name, uh, Yosef, but there they know him as Joey or whatever, you know, or Shimon and Simon. But uh, we'll, we'll touch on that a little bit. Um, or if the place is known by different names. Interesting enough, the Jews had a, I don't know if the word, what the word, a habit. They had a practice of often calling the cities that they lived in by their own term. I don't remember, but I know we have a city called Worms, that's somewhere in Germany. That's not his real name. That's what the Jews called it. Mm-hmm. I think so. Or maybe it's the other way. Maybe there was another name that the Jews called it. If you look in all the spur, if you look, if the Jews called it works, I think it has another name. Or else, sometimes it's like almost a distortion, a mispronunciation of the name. But they, they had a habit. So what happens if some people know it as one name, you know, and other people uh, know it as another name? I'm trying to think if they're modern day examples, but I'm sure they are. The, the, the Arabs called it something else. Yeah. They come, so what the Taimani, when they first arrived, they started called it by a different name or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, so, so they allowed the changing. Gamil instituted that you should call it, you should write Ishploini and all other accompanying names. Isha Ploinis, the Kolshim sorry, and all other names that he has, and so too with a woman, write her name, and all other names. He made Tikkun Oilam, and that's because of Tikkun Oilam. The Tikkun Oilam here is, Rashi says, is she's got this get saying she's divorced by Yochanan, and a whole lot of other people know her, her ex husband as Yosef, they're going to be like, that's an invalid get. And look at her, she's remarried and got a whole lot of children, they're going to speak badly about this. So that's the Tikkun Olam to make sure to have all the names in the get. We'll discuss a bit more as we go along, but just one interesting um, first point. Tosa say, they bring from the Bahag that that's what you write in the get. You write his main name, Yosef, and any other name. Divorces his wife, Rachel, and any other name she has. 
Whereas Rabbeinu Tam comes along and he says, no, you're still going to end up with trouble if you do that. Um, he says, what happens if the person doesn't have a nickname or etc. So therefore Rabbeinu Tam says, no, you should write out all his actual names. All the names he's known by. Let's read a bit further and we'll come back to that point. Omar Abiyur, said in the name of Shmuel, people from overseas sent from This is the incident that triggered Ramon Gamliel's Gezeira. These people wrote to Ramon Gamliel and they said, he's known as Yochanan, and here we call him Yosef, or he's known as Yosef, and here we call him Yochanan. How, what, do we, what do we do with a get? Again, it's going to cause uh, trouble. Um, it's going to cause confusion. That lies on the, the, the issue with the get causing confusion is then the children get uh, called the Mamsarim. And that's why Ramon Gamil came along and made this Gezeira um, that you write, the name is known by, and all the other names. Omar Rav Ashi Vahudis Chazek Petrash Rav Ashi says, but this is all where you know that he has two names. Oh, you don't have to investigate. You don't have to go to a mission. Does he have to? What happened? You don't know? Then just write the name you know him by. But if you know he has two names, then you must write two. And we're going to bring Omalei Rebbe Abel Rav Ashi, Rebbe Mori, Rebbe Lozor, Kaime Kavaisa, both Rebbe Mori and Rebbe Lozor said the same point as you, and Tanya Kavaisa the Rav Ashi, there's a price in line with Rav Ashi. Havu lo, shtei noshim, achas biyuhur, achas begolil, velo shtei shemos. And there was a... He had two women, one in Yehud and one in Godil, and he had two names, Achas Behud of Achas Begolil, one in Yehud and one in Golil. So the people in Yehud referred to him as Yosef, and the people in Galil called to him, uh, referred to him as uh, Shimon. So, Vagireish es Ishto Shab Yehuda, Bishmoy Shab Yehuda, Ves Ishto Shab Begolil, Bishmoy Shab Begolil, If he divorces his wife in. Um, Yehuda with his name of Yehuda, or his wife in the Galil with the name that he's referred to in the Galil, they are not divorced. Until he divorces the wife in Yehuda with his Yehuda name and his Galil name, and the wife in the Galil with his Galil name and Yehuda name. I'm wondering if you can be like from there, which name does he put first? So it's the one that is more known in that place. Um, that could be a joke, but uh, you can analyze all these halachos. What happens if he goes to somewhere else? The Girish Be'echon Mahem, and he divorces another one of, and he divorces with one of his name. But Goreshes, they divorce. This is all the whole Ma'at Shom Golulimo, but didn't we say that you have to always write his <coughs> name with it? Um, it's five lines, four lines before the new Mishnah. Um, so again, you told me that when he's divorcing his wife in Galil, he needs his, to write his Galil name and his Yehuda name. Now you're telling me if he goes somewhere else and he's divorcing her, he can just use his Galil name. But you told me he needs both his names. So, must be whether they know he has another name or they don't, or if they don't know he has another name, that seems conclusive. I, you only have to call him by the name where you know that he has another name. If you don't know about his other names, 
Uh, when he was a kid in uh, primary school, he had a nickname. You don't have to write that on the get. No one knows that he has... And look, if you know he has a nickname or you know he's referred to by different names, then you have to write that. But you don't have to... It sounds also... You don't have to research. Yeah. Um, there was this woman who many called her Miriam and a few people called her Sarah. Omri now, Miriam You must call her on the get Miriam and her other names, dot, dot, dot. And you shouldn't refer to as Sarah and her other names, dot, 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 etc., etc. What are we saying? You must call the, the, you must write the primary name and then all the other names. So this is a big, writing names on Gittin is a very big question in the Poskim, um, exactly how you do it. A big issue came around when you have English names, how do you spell them in Hebrew on the get? <laughs> um, that's a big question. And um, which names do you include? Which names do you put as a primary name? Just thinking, uh, I hope never for a get, but maybe for some official documentation, I have to worry. So everyone calls me a name, but my, um, but my first name's Asher. My real name, at least, is not Elliot Eliyahu. You know, so what, what do you write in the get? What, uh, and the same with many people. They have the name that everyone calls them, their full name, their English name, their Hebrew name, the name their parents call them, the name their business people call them. So what do you write on the get? father was Yechezkel. His grandfather, he was grandfather named him from Palavich. And um, yeah, it was Helen's. <laughs> yeah. So what are they, do you remember what they wrote on the get? No, no, we get it. I'm saying for your get, not yeah, right. your Ben. Okay, so that would be uh, that would be. Rabbeinu Tam says a very interesting halacha here. I think you have to put it in context, but he says, yeah, Shalul Rabbeinu Tam al Mumar la avoidus koychavim. They asked Rabbeinu Tam if there's someone who strayed and went to join another religion. So he went from being uh, Yochanan to, well, then it's Jonathan or, or uh, Peter, you know, some, uh, he converted to Christianity, let's say. It says, And he was divorcing his wife. Rabbi Nathan says, you must only write his Jewish name. Not his non-Jewish name. Well, they asked Rabbi Nathan, what must they write on his get? So, Rabbi Nathan says, what must they write on his get? Shalom to mention his non-Jewish name with his, uh, with, in the same sentence as to do with the Torah of Moshe of Israel. So Rabbeinu Tam was very clear, you mustn't put a non-Jewish name. Now there's a whole question here, what do you mean? Half people, you just write a non-Jewish name, that's the name they're going by. We see Balitosos who had non-Jewish names. So what if, there's a, I mean, one of the Balitosos is Rabbeinu Peter. But you have, uh, you know, Mordechai Gifta before he became, before, I don't know when it changed, but he was Max, so Rabbi Max. So what, uh, that name, when he signs as a witness, is not allowed to use that name, or you know, I'm not saying didn't want to use him in the context of the divorce, but as a witness. So, yeah, exactly. So it's changed, but I'm just saying, what do you mean you can't write a name? So one answer given is that it's specifically where it's the name he changed to because he converted. That's the name we're not going to give significance to. But another, you know, any if it's his normal name that he goes by as a Jew, and the name a Jew goes by. Even if it's a non-Jewish name, obviously you would put that on the get. That's one explanation there. Um, there's a lot of interesting points in this thesis, but one other interesting question the Hashukai Chemed, um, he asked, so they asked him about a reform rabbi, so she has her title and her religious name, her name that she's called up to the Torah with. <laughs> um, do you put that in the get? 
or not? So the Chashuk HaShemet said, he also says no. He says it's degrading to have a reform rabbi or a woman who's called up to the Torah by a specific name as a, because she's reformed. He said that's a degrading name like this one that Rabbi Tan says you wouldn't put in the get. But I thought that was quite an interesting question. And a few other interesting questions on this page, but I don't remember them. Um, so that is um, calling by their names. Should we quickly do the mission on the first Shilah? Yeah, let's quickly do the mission on the first Shilah of the Gemara. Are the halachas to do with Tikkun Olam? Remember here, we, this Rabbi, I mean, we've actually touched, started going into Xeris because of, just for the smooth running of society, so that we're going to continue with those Xeris. A widow is not allowed to be paid back from orphans unless she takes a shua. So she wants to collect a ksupa, she wants to collect property from all, she has to take a shuva. But then they stopped women taking shuvas. So now there was no way for them to collect their ksupa. She should take a nedev for the orphans based on what they want, and then she can collect a ksupa. So for whatever reason, she said that they, they, they Generally, a woman will take a, take a shpua that I have not received any money or property for my ksuba, and then she'll be able to collect. Here, they stop to take it at first. So what does she do? So the orphans tell her, right? She says, put something harsh on her. So, so we're not going to make her take a shpua, but we'll let her take a netter. So she takes a netter. If I have received any property from my father, I'm never allowed to do X. And it's something that she would definitely not sacrifice. Um, I'm never allowed to eat nutritious food. <laughs> Or maybe, I mean, maybe saying chocolate. I'm never allowed to eat chocolate. It's harder. <laughs> um, but whatever. She takes a netter like that. The orphans tell her what they would trust her on. And therefore she says, if I've received any money as my ksuba from my father, then nutritious food becomes forbidden to me. So that's the one halacha. And then she can collect her ksuba. Ha'edim choysim ala get, mimnei tukun oilam. Edim have to sign on the get because of tukun oilam. Remember, come to Rabbi Elazar, they just have to witness the get being written, that is written nishmo, and watch it being handed over. They don't have to sign the get. So because of tukun oilam, they make them write. Why is it tukun oilam? Because what happens when you, there's an issue on the get, and now the edim have disappeared. But if you have sing, signatures, firstly you can get it verified immediately, or you can... Uh, Get it verified immediately, or you can. Or anyone who recognizes the signatures can verify it, so that's much of it. And then a third, uh, instituted a prusbul because of Tikkun Olam. We know that when a Shemitah year arrives, you're not allowed to collect any debts, so they realize that people, when it started getting towards the seventh year in the Shemitah cycle, people stopped lending money. So Hillel instituted this, that you can give your loans to the base then to collect, and then it's fine. Now, my Ariyamama, Filipuli Almanami, says, why does it say an Almona? Anyone could also. I, no one is allowed to collect from orphans unless they take a shvur. So why does Amishnah mention that widows are not allowed to collect from orphans Unless this is no the hot kaimelon haboli yeah the hot kaimelon haboli from inisa yisamin loy for elabishua we paskin that you're not allowed to collect from the assets of your soyim I a creditor coming to collect his loan he's not allowed to collect unless he takes a shua 
So Almonim, Trichalei, no. We specifically want to mention Almonim. Why? You might have thought, Mishum China Ikiru Borabonim. Because of favor. I'll explain what that is soon. The rabbis went lenient. Ikiru Borabonim Gabor, the woman, the rabbonim went lenient towards her. Therefore, they came to teach us that even a widow is not allowed to collect. If it's what's China, favor. If it's too difficult for a woman to collect her suba. It's going to discourage her from getting married. Because she's like, well, I mean, the suba is my security, and da da da, and if something happens, and da da, so she might not want to get married, so it'd be shum khina. So that marriage is favorable in her eyes. You might have thought that. We should allow her to collect without a shua. So that's what our mission says. No, even a widow collects with a shua. Okay, we'll leave it there for today.